right, let's talk about IRD penalties and let's talk about monoline or mortgage finance company penalties and what's going on there because there seems to be some confusion about why they're higher than they've ever been in the past. So I wrote some notes up here this morning and I'll try and unpack this as, as cleanly as possible. So when someone takes a mortgage at the bank, we should present that rate differently. The banks should present that rate differently. For instance, they're not getting, for argument's sake, I'm going to use some, some theoretical rates here. The rate at the bank today on a five-year fix should not be presented as, say, 1.79%. Let's say it's 1.79. That's the five-year fixed rate that the bank is going to offer the client. That's not actually the rate that's being offered. It's the net rate that's being offered. But what's really being offered is a 3% discount from the five-year posted rate. So the five-year posted rate is 4.79. You're going to get a 3% discount. And that's how it should be presented because the idea of 4.79 with a 3% discount seems a little more complicated and might trigger some questions. And of course, that's why it's not presented that way, because it would trigger questions. So the questions would probably wind up leading down the path of the prepayment penalty. So the way an IRD, an interest rate differential, so just think about that, interest rate differential, the difference between the interest rates is calculated, say, two years later, two and a half years later, uh, it's calculated against the then 2.5 or two year rate, pardon me. So two and a half years into a five year fixed mortgage, the penalty calculation is your current rate set against the two year rate. But wait, what is the two year rate? If I go online and I look at a two year rate, I'm probably gonna find a two year rate in the mid 2%. Well, that's higher than 1.79. So like there should be three months interest penalty, that's it. What, what interest rate differential? Heck, maybe they should be paying me, right? That's not how it works though. It's not how it works. So the two-year posted rate today is say 3.24%. I just went on the site and look, the three years 3.75%. So again, what happens is the bank says, no, 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 you didn't get a 1.79% mortgage. I mean, that's what they told you up front, but now for the purposes of calculating the penalty, they say, no, 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 you didn't get a 1.79. You got a 3% discount from posted. And now we need to look at the two-year posted, even though there's two and a half years left in your mortgage, it's actually at the 2.5-year mark. They're using the two-year. And we need to apply the 3% discount you received to that 3.24 two-year posted. And the premise behind that is that they're going to have to now lend this money back out on a two-year mortgage rate to somebody at a 3% from you know, discount from posted, which we know is like totally false. Like nobody's getting a 0.24% net rate, like 3% discount from a two-year posted of 3.24, 0.24. Nobody's getting money at that rate. So why are you having to pay a penalty based on that rate? Well, that's just how it works. So for instance, take, uh, a 3.79% mortgage, a five-year given back in 2017 that somebody foolishly took. And I say foolishly because, I mean, I was certainly beating the drum saying, don't take a five-year fixed in 2017. This is a horrible idea. 
because of where we are today. And it had nothing to do with the pandemic, which I'll get to. It doesn't even really matter where interest rates are going as far as five-year rates and, uh, and even prime. It's kind of interesting. It's the penalty, the penalty, the penalty. And the game is rigged. So again, they subtract that 3% from the posted rate, the discount you originally got. And they say, hey, so today we have to use 0.24% as the rate to calculate the interest rate differential. So the difference between your mortgage and what we're going to calculate again. So again, like they're not lending that money at 0.24. But anyway, you basically wind up paying 3.79 minus 0.24, 3.5% spread. So you pay 3.5%, which is about $3,500 per 100,000 for each year outstanding. So 2.5 years outstanding, that's $8,750 per $100,000. And if you didn't follow all that, it's 8.75% potentially. That's how big of a penalty you might wind up paying today to break a five-year fixed mortgage taken at a major chartered bank in 2017. That's just life. And um, yeah, the 4.5% number that I throw around all the time, it's a very, very safe guess. And it's not going to get better at it moving forward. You will still pay an IRD down the road because let's take it forward a couple of years. So two and a half years from now, you're breaking a 1.795 year fix. And let's say rates were just totally static, no changes. Well, surely it's only going to be three months interest if the rates haven't changed. No, because again, you didn't get a 1.79. You got a 3% discount from posted. So we're still using 0.24% as the penalty calculation on this interest rate differential formula. So you still have a difference of 1.55%, 1.79 minus is which is about $1,550 per 100,000. And over two and a half years, that's about $3,875 or 3.875%. Ouch. And by the way, if prime goes down another 0.25, if the Bank of Canada were to have to bring prime down to zero, the two-year posted is actually influenced more by prime than the bond rate. So the one-year, two-year, three-year rates, they actually could come down even lower, pushing that penalty over 4%. And that is how profit-making on the backs of confused and fearful Canadians is done, which makes me sad. But that's how the banks have the game rigged. It does not matter where rates go ultimately. They start with this totally padded discount from posted on the five-year, and then they apply that discount to much lower posted rates on the shorter terms, and the clients get gouged. There's no other way to, to say it. But it's all about the shareholders, and, and that's the thing. So what about the monoline? So what's happening there? Well, even country and in practice for the better part of a decade was a lot better. Well, now we have a problem because the five year to the five year. So let's say that they weren't even going to look at shorter term rates. The, the, we have this wonderful, magical monoline mortgage finance company that's going to say, we're just going to look at the five year that you took two and a half years ago to the five year today. Well, again, 3.79, 1.79, roughly, I'm rounding to keep the math simple, is a 2% spread. It's still a 2% spread. So over two and a half years, 
that's 5,000 bucks per 100,000, right? 2% on 100,000 is $2,000 per year times two and a half years, $5,000. So a 5% penalty, that's what you're seeing. That's just the way it is. It's just math. Although usually, again, it's a five-year contract against the closest contract rate to the term remaining. So if you're three years in, they're using a two-year contracted rate, but those rates aren't that much different. So either way, it hurts. And historically, we rarely saw rate drops of more than 1% uh, inside, say, a two and a half year period. So the penalties were a lot more tame. They they really were. They were tame. Now they're lame. What are you going to do? So can we say, well, hey, we're living in unprecedented times? Not really, not when it comes to these rate drops and penalties, because we've been there before. I mean, 2007, 2008, 2009, we had some sharp drops and some huge penalties uh, with mortgage finance companies. Then it kind of cooled out. So the math, the math, the math, right? And why do I keep saying variable? Because I have a crystal ball? No, actually, because I don't have a crystal ball but I do have some clarity. So what we don't know is what's gonna happen in the future. It's very unpredictable. It's also very unpredictable in our own lives. Like what are the odds that we're gonna have a life change that triggers the breaking of a mortgage? The crystal ball is very murky. The odds are we could have something happen. And indeed, roughly six out of 10 Canadians do have something happen and they do wind up breaking their mortgage. So we know there could be a chance of that happening. There is no crystal ball that gives us a clear future, but we could certainly do the math. That part's really clear. You know, we could compare the cost of the lowest IRD to the rate hikes required to match. So take that penalty, like I'm suggesting, uh, you know, you could wind up with a 5% IRD penalty on a 1.79 five-year fixed mortgage two and a half years from now. So that client taking a half a million dollar mortgage with you today and locking into 1.85, I think is the rate we're seeing out there, they could easily trigger a 20 to $25,000 penalty two, two, two to two and a half years from now. And they need to know that. Not enough of us explain that, but that is how the math works. So if they have a six in 10 chance of triggering a 20 to $25,000 penalty inside three years, why don't we actually work that math backwards? And I'm going to let one of you do this because I know one of you is just going to be too curious not to do it. How much would interest rates need to rise on a $100,000 mortgage? Like, let's say you go variable over the next three years. How much does prime need to go up to cost you $5,000 in additional interest per 100000 of mortgage money? So again, that half a million dollar mortgage. What what do you need to see as increases in prime to actually trigger twenty dollars to $25,000 in additional interest expense? Because if the client winds up breaking it three years from now, either way, the penalty is guaranteed. They're paying that penalty if they go fixed, period, the end. So then you need to look at the question. And if it's, let's just speculate that that meant prime would need to rise to 5.5% to match that math, minus a three month interest penalty for breaking a variable rate mortgage. Um, If Prime had to go to five and a half percent in the next three years, there'll be some people who say, well, I'm worried that might happen. So they're gonna
I don't have a crystal ball, but I, you know, going to five and a half percent in the next three years may not be the method. It'd be interesting to have somebody do a little bit of explanation on IRD penalties, why I'm somewhat useful. And I'll redraft that and maybe come back to that one next Monday and do a little better as well. So thanks.